dream number five of man's rights or how would you like it comprising dreams this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. man's rights or how would you like it comprising dreams by annie denton cridge dream number five i have just awakened from another visit to the land of dreams so vivid is my recollection of everything i saw and heard that i am greatly inclined to the belief that i have visited one of the planets and have been asking myself a number of questions such as these if time and space are almost nothing to the spirit if spirit can travel more quickly than light yea almost as quickly as thought may i not have visited one of the planets and as the physical condition of the world so greatly resembled that of our own as to seem to me identical and as the people were in physical and mental structure so like ourselves except that the women were superior to the men i am more inclined to that idea than ever on this my last visit i observed one of two very important facts first there was frost and snow and second the days and nights did not perceptibly differ in length from those of this earth hence though i may subject myself to ridicule though i may be laughed at as a visionary i must own that i am inclined to believe that i have visited in my dream the planet mars another fact tends to substantiate this idea i distinctly remember standing by my bedside as the dream terminated and then awaking to the consciousness that my spirit stood there looking at my body asleep it was but a moment certainly but this double consciousness in connection with the circumstances above mentioned and others even more decisive that will be hereafter specified are such as to give a strong probability to the hypothesis that in this instance the impossible or what is currently deemed such has been achieved and even spectrum analysis which embodies the latest developments in astronomical science is outdone in this my last dream i found myself in a large public library and who should enter but mr sammy smiley and mr johnny smith accompanied by two beautiful women then followed several ladies and gentlemen whom i at once recognized as those i had seen at the meeting on man's rights there too was the lady who had so amused and delighted the audience by her speech on man's inferiority then followed several introductions from which i learned that the said lady's name was christiana thistlewaite she took from her pocket a newspaper in which was a report which she read of a lecture delivered by an old woman who was on the editorial staff of a leading metropolitan paper the lecturer considered that the recent extensive employment of men in stores in a neighboring city had proved detrimental to the morals of the sex inasmuch as by opening up to them a prospect of support by their own labor instead of being entirely dependent for a maintenance of their ability to secure a well-to-do wife they became careless of their reputations their independence thus leading to licentiousness mrs thistlewaite remarked that although she mrs t was decidedly opposed to men transcending their legitimate sphere 
she considered the lecturer's position highly absurd poor old woman she added she has done good service in her day always until within a year or two working for the poor and downtrodden against the rich and powerful she was especially useful in introducing cooperative households but she is now evidently in her dotage the paper cannot afford to carry her many years longer if it means to continue first class while they talked together and looked at the books some of them reclining in easy chairs or on lounges with books in their hands i opened a very large handsome book which i found to be a bible well i said this is just what i want so i opened it and began to look over the passages of scripture which referred to woman i was astonished nay shocked to find at the very commencement that the whole history of the fall of man was reversed as to the sexes adam was tempted by the serpent and gave the forbidden fruit to his wife for which reason it was said to the man that she the woman shall rule over thee and in sorrow thou the man shall attend to the children that a virtuous man was a crown to his wife and his price above rubies he layeth his hands to the spindle and his hands hold the distaff his wife being known in the gates when she sat among the elders of the land etc farther on it was stated that husbands should obey their wives as the head of the man was the woman even as christ was the head of the church that it was not becoming that a man should speak in the church but if they would know anything let them ask their wives at home why i said to myself this bible has certainly been translated and probably compiled by women for no man in this land would have so interpreted the scriptures against his sex thus the women have strengthened themselves behind the bible and so the poor downtrodden men are held in slavery by means of this book thus interpreted while turning over the leaves mrs christiana thistlewaite came to my side to whom i said are all your bibles like this madam at the same time pointing to some of the preceding passages she smiled as she replied certainly they are all alike our bible is translated from the languages in which it was originally written wise good women were the translators and i would like mr sammy smiley and mr johnny smith to see those passages of scripture those passages rejoined the former gentleman were never intended to be used to keep men in an inferior position or to deprive them of their just rights those who wrote the books in the bible like you did not believe in man's rights and they wrote as they believed god never said those men were inferior to women for in christ there was neither bond nor free male nor female galatians chapter three verse twenty eight but all were one god in his works never utters the word inferior the sun shines and the flowers grow for all the earth brings forth enough of its fruits for all the varied diversities of manifestation beautifully blending into one unity of design and as the varied contrasts and diversities and blending of color in a painting produce a unity of expression no color being inferior or superior to any other so nature and art alike belie any written word implying inferiority 
of one sex to another whatever may be the diversities who says that god has made one sex inferior to another utters a blasphemy here several ladies gathered around mr sammy smiley and mrs christiana thistlewaite we continued the gentleman have only to ask our own common sense what is right or wrong with respect to man or woman even as was asked by an ancient reformer once abhorred now adored nominally why even of yourselves judge ye not what is right luke chapter twelve verse fifty seven you ladies have made the laws and you have made them to suit yourselves think you that if men as well as women had the making of the laws in marriage the man would have no control over property previously belonging to him unless secured to him by a special deed realize ladies if you can what would be your condition were the legal status of the sexes reversed if a man owns property or has a store he is wronged by having no voice in the laws or regulations of the town or city in which he resides if the wife die the husband has the use only during life of one-third of their joint property if the husband dies however the wife takes absolute possession of the whole man is thus wronged by being denied the right of franchise even the children of the widower being in many cases subjected to the control of strange women appointed by a court instead of that of the remaining parent mrs susan thistlewaite then said to mr johnny smith allow me sir to ask a question why do gentlemen when they meet each other occupy the time entirely in frivolous conversation about love marriage etc admitting replied mr smith the generality and absurdity of the practice it must be considered as an unavoidable result of the conditions inaugurated and upheld by those who would circumscribe man's sphere and limit his faculties to affairs that when exclusively followed tend to dwarf the faculties and make people narrow and gossiping you ladies would do the same were you in our position close to you ladies as you have closed to us all avenues to honour and emolument deprive you of education and pecuniary independence making you dependent on the bounty of man and would not the most important subject to you be marriage mr johnny smith is right i replied as i stepped into the very midst of them in the land where i reside men have all the rights which you ladies have in this country men make the laws and oppress women just as in this land of yours women make the laws and oppress men oh oh astonishing exclaimed several do tell us something about things there well i continued ladies are the housekeepers ridiculous interjected two or three ladies ladies do all the sewing and knitting how they laughed the men hold the colleges and are educated therein only a few being open to women the majority of ladies are educated at common schools and a few at boarding schools <laughs> boarding schools for ladies fine education that must be for women go on go on called out several i never heard of anything so ridiculous <laughs> men hold the purse pay car fares pay for refreshments and stand when the cars are crowded 
while the ladies sit men dress in plain clothes while women are walking advertisements of dry goods men wear their hair generally short and clean while women not only wear their own hair but add to it quantities of horsehair grease and other materials making of the whole a putrid uncomfortable disgusting mass our women decorate themselves too with ribbons as do your men and have their fashion books their dresses far excelling in absurd ugliness and unhealthfulness anything worn by your men is it possible how outrageously absurd and repulsive they exclaimed while a ringing laugh filled the library and more ladies entered go on go on said several men and only men make the laws as senators representatives judges etc no women vote or legislate in short the whole matter is reversed how are the women intellectually asked the lady as a rule i replied they are just in the condition that men are here by a singular coincidence an old man who edits a leading metropolitan journal in my country recently delivered a lecture at a place called bethlehem i think in which he took the same position as regards the employment of women in stores and their morals that your old woman editor is reported to have taken in regard to the employment of men in stores here the objection is probably equally well founded in both cases and the parallelism is so far complete that our editor is getting to be termed an old woman or old granny those terms with us being used to designate weakness in intellectual or executive operations then mr sammy smiley stepped on a chair and began friends you have heard what the stranger has told us what do you think of it does it not prove my position that those ladies would be no wiser or better than we are were they in our position and does it not prove conclusively that not sex but condition is the root of the matter i do not believe the story told us by the stranger said mrs thistlewaite man superior to woman men legislate oh it won't bear the light of day for an instant where is that stranger said several voices i had entered a large room opening from the library and was looking at several portraits of distinguished stateswomen for no man's face was among them when i heard the inquiry i returned to the library then the crowd gathered around me in great curiosity so you live in a land said one lady where men have their rights do you yes i said and do you mean to say that you were never permitted to vote i never was permitted but i have protested against the exclusion what is the name of your land asked several the united states of north america where is that do you ask where it is i replied why look at your maps here is a map of the world said christiana thistlewaite i went up to the map and looked it over and lo it was not like our maps at all there were the frigid zones the equator and the ecliptic the parallels of longitude and latitude the tropics and the poles to which were even added many isothermal lines but the distribution of the land and water was very different in many parts though in others maintaining something of a general resemblance this map is not correct i said then arose a general derisive laugh i am very sorry said mrs christiana thistlewaite 
it would have given me great satisfaction to see that land of man's rights my friend but it has vanished it is not to be found on the map ah she continued in bitter sarcasm it is too bad that the beautiful land where men are the lords of creation where men are the superior race and women the inferior cannot be found confused and astonished by the map confused and astonished by these puzzling remarks i awoke the map however had made such an impression on my mind that i drew an outline of it at once then i consulted a friend of mine versed in astronomy to whom i showed the diagram he took down a strange work containing some excellent engravings of the planets as viewed through telescopes of the highest magnifying powers and one of them corresponded in the distribution of land and water exactly to my diagram yes there was my dream land there my planet the planet mars end of dream number five